What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brendan, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? So we got some unfortunate Amsu news, and that is the fact that me and Tino have to go on hiatus. Yeah, just, well, I mean, we're professors, and kind of like <laughs> what's happening with the professors at the U of M, the possible strike, work going on strike, <laughs> in a yeah. sense. In just, a sense. Yeah, just with the whole cases so high, we haven't been able to go into the studio to record. And, you know, just listening back to the last episode on Zoom, the, the quality wasn't there. You know, the energy that me and Tino feed off of each other when in person just wasn't there. We just thought it was that uh, we just take a little break and hopefully come back in the winter semester when cases are lower and we're able to actually go into, you know, UC and UMFM and record. Yeah, I think uh, I feel the same way too. And just having that energy in person is what made it a good time. And I think we had a good run there, considering that there was COVID around. And I am glad that we still got to do the couple episodes that we did. And I know there's, there's a couple of you that listen every week. So shout out to you guys. Uh, nothing but love for you folks. And yeah, we're going to be back at it soon enough. Yeah, shout out to you guys. I, I feel bad that we're having to do this, but you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And I realized how good the quality was in the booth and then just listening to the last episode, um, you know, and also just the amount of editing because there's a lot of, you know, blips and technical issues that happen over Zoom that we have to edit out. So it's just a, a lot of work for a lower quality product. Yeah. But let's keep it good vibes only, Tino, and get into more positive Amsu news, whatever you got for us. Let's do it. I totally agree. Okay, so in terms of Amsu news, there's there's been quite a few things happening at Amsu. It got really busy for a second there, didn't it? Um, we had the hashtag Save the Semester campaign, uh, which was focused on everything to do with the strike and hopefully turning a tide and making sure that the profs didn't actually strike. So putting a little bit of pressure on the province and the university and I believe that we actually played a pretty big role in making sure that the professors got a little bit of what they wanted. I know that it's not completely what they wanted, but hey, they're not striking right now and we put in the work for that. So I'm very happy with where we are right now. There's also Indigenous Students Month, yeah, Indigenous Students Month programming, which there's so much going on that you guys should totally check out. Uh, we're running live events, but we're also recording them and putting them up on our social media sites. So I think it was yesterday we had a youth panel and then we're going to have a women's panel. And we also have a senator who's coming to give a talk. So there's plenty to keep an eye out for. And there's also the holiday hampers. Um, I'm really glad that we're still able to do something this year. I'm, I've probably said that phrase a million times on this podcast at this point. Brendan, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Um, yeah, about a million, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're still doing the Hampers program and we found a way to do it virtually. And I'm just, I'm really happy that we're still able to help students and give back to the community this way. So there's quite a few things happening at AMSU, but... Beyond just AMSU, I did want to plug this as well because it didn't get enough attention. The UCRU, so the Undergraduate Canadian Research, and uh, you know what, it stands for something. It's UCRU. <laughs> they were running 
a debt-free campaign. So basically a campaign aimed at the federal government to support students that have federal student services grants, um, just to increase the funding for that and making sure that there's more money for people that need help with uh, tuition and school-related finances. But yeah, UCU, undergraduates of Canadian Research Intensive University. <laughs> I don't I, know. I, it's, I, I, it's a Kristen thing. Uh, right. I, I thought intensive universities, but then I got tripped up by how there's no I. So I was like, ah. Um, yeah, that's, okay. that's true that. Um, yeah, going back to the prof striking. Yeah, we supported their binding arbitration or we supported them going to binding arbitration. They didn't, They but the university did come to the table uh, I think as of right now, there is an offer on the table that the UMFA negotiators are bringing to the UMFA, you know, committee to vote on. So mm-hmm. we'll see about that. I mean, <laughs> it kind of sucks. We won't know. You won't hear from the podcast whether or not uh, they went on strike until, you know, the winter semester. But yeah, that's pretty much where we're at right now. Just, again, awaited holding our breath, waiting to see what happens this weekend. If, uh, if they accept the offer or, you know, I don't think they'll strike though. I think at the very least they'll, if they don't accept the offer, they'll just go back to the table. You know, it's no binding arbitration, but at least the university came to the table. Yeah. I was just going to say like, we won't really know for sure in this podcast, but I mean, we're in a position to kind of make an educated guess uh, and say that if they've, if they have an offer that they felt was worth taking back to their membership, it's probably an offer that their membership might take up and might vote in favor for. So yeah. it kind of looks like they've turned a corner a little bit. So that's good news. Yeah, 100%. And I know you mentioned there, the profs didn't get exactly what they wanted, but I think them, I think the university just coming to the table was enough for the profs to be happy with. And, you know, I, it's the bare minimum. So like, I'm, I'm happy, I guess, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm, I'm glad that we're probably not going to see a strike. I actually saw some posts saying they're upset that there's no strike because they wanted a longer reading week because they didn't do anything. (laughs) But uh, to each their own. Um, To each their own. (laughs) So plugging a bit of the Hampers program, yes, you can sponsor a hamper um, through UMSU. But I also just wanted to kind of shout out St. Paul's College because they're they're matching each donation they get for the hamper program. And uh, if they get to $1,500, their uh, their treasurer is gonna shave his head, and he's got a full head of hair. So I kind of want to just shout them out that you you know make your donation go a bit farther if uh, they'll double it. So, uh, but also you know donating to Amsu is good too. Absolutely, man. Uh, truly, like shout out to St. Paul's for the effort that they're putting in uh, for the program this year. I've spoken to your sister a couple of times, Brendan, and yeah, I I really appreciate all the work that they're doing for the fundraising i didn't know about the shaving their head thing yeah i just found out about that and uh when i found out who it was i'm like oh i want to see him bald so i will definitely be donating to the hamper program through st paul's so that they can match it and hopefully get his head shaved that's beautiful we're getting pies in the face aren't we oh i forgot about that when's that <laughs> happening um it's it's pro- it's happening around mid-december and I, I can tell you right now, there's been a couple of people that bought package C's. So that's the requirement in case you're not aware. If you buy uh, package C's, then you get to choose an exec to pie in the face. So, oh my God. That's that. 
I don't even like pie. This is gonna be awful. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I'm sorry. They, <laughs> the staff members were very much excited by that prospect. So I was like, I was, I, I think I was the only exec in the meeting at the time, and they were like, "What if? What if we pied execs in the face?" And I was just there. I was like, um, maybe not. Maybe no. And they're like, come on. So yeah, now we're getting pies in the face. Beauty. Well, that's gonna be a messy, you know, job. Messy, messy <laughs> event. But uh, I'm for it. I mean, I'm assuming the videos are then gonna go on our Insta, on the um, my Amsu Instagram, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. <sighs> so yeah, I mean, you. So it's getting to pie an exec in the face and be featured on the my Amsu Instagram. <laughs> So you better go buy that package. Absolutely. Anyways, we're not going, since this is kind of like the last episode till the winter semester, I thought we'd talk a little bit about Christmas, Tino. Have you been oh, a good okay. boy or a naughty boy this year? Have I been a good boy or a naughty boy? Man, it depends who you ask. Depends who you ask. <laughs> I'm asking, well, Santa's asking you. Santa's asking me? Hmm. I think I've been a good boy. I don't know. I've done good things this year. I'm excited. I definitely feel that I deserve more than a lump of coal, if that's what you're asking. But yeah. uh, I've been I've been a naughty boy where it counts as well. So, <laughs> oh my god, it's PG. It's PG. Yeah, you're right. Uh, do you have like a sort of Christmas list? Like, what are you wishing for this Christmas season? That's so funny that you ask. It's I'm just I'm not a present person. I've never I just I never have been. I I'm not wishing for anything <laughs> if I'm being honest I've just I've never I've never gotten into it I know what's wrong with me even like my birthday and stuff I'm never really expecting anything and I remember like it's so funny because the first year I was with Alicia the first birthday we had I asked her not to get me anything because I was just like I just, I don't want anything so I don't know I guess I'm just weird like that what about yourself what You're are you looking forward to I'm um... Yeah, I mean, like I wrote it. I still write a letter to Santa each year, you know. H O, whatever the postal code is, H O O H, ho ho ho. Yeah, But I, yeah, I kind of told Santa like I have everything I need in life, and but then I kind of like for my family because we're still we're still adamant on exchanging gifts with each other. So I I just put together a list that was like new shoes. Um, you know, I want the new diary of a wimpy kid book because I still, still on that hype train. And then, uh, <laughs> you ever see those videos with Kermit the Frog? There's like the one where he's singing shoddy, I don't mind, and uh, falling off a building. I don't think so. Okay, I, I know most of the listeners know what I'm talking about. I, I want yeah. that stuffed Kermit the Frog. I want one of those, I think it's so cute. <laughs> I, I, that's why I put it on my Christmas list. So, for the list. So what? Uh, so you and Alicia don't exchange gifts at all, then? No, no. I mean, like I get her something for her birthday and for Christmas at times, but like usually, I'm I'm just very awkward about it. Like I'm just so awkward. Like I told you last year, was it last Christmas? I went over to her parents' house, um, and you know they obviously got me a couple presents and whatnot. And I just I'm just awkward about it. I don't know. Hmm. That's just what it is. Yeah. I've asked I've asked for a trampoline for like three years now, like on <laughs> a Christmas or birthday, and I still haven't gone one. I at this point <laughs> I don't think I ever will. 
very sad. I know I, I actually bought myself one. And then when I told my mom, she like told me to return it immediately. So basically I was at the Walmart to even leave the place. Yeah, I had to return it. What, um, where are you going to put a trampoline? In my backyard. <laughs> Unlike you, I, I have a backyard, you know. But yeah, no, actually, now that I realize it, I actually wrote what we talk about on the podcast on my Christmas list or like a short Christmas list. So I actually have the list here. I forgot. I want strobe lights for music, like that sync up to music. I think. Uh, oh, I like you're that into that. Just bring a little uh, colorful disco ball that syncs up to my phone's music and be that guy that just comes to each party with the visuals. That's beautiful. I <laughs> I lived with one of those guys. So yeah. yeah, and wasn't your life infinitely better because of him? <laughs> I mean, I won't lie, it was. It was. He he would come, he would pull through with the whole sound system and the lighting. And you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, awesome. Uh we'll move on to um what's on your mind? Is there anything on your mind, Tino? Yeah, I I and I have, and I've been thinking about it for a while now. And, you know, I just, I'm not sure how to put the question exactly. So I'll just, I'll try my best. Brendan, have you okay. ever seen two pretty best friends? That's so funny, my man. I was, uh, I was thinking about it. And the answer is no, I have not seen two pretty best friends. I think that man's got a point. What about you? I have not, no. No, you know, it's it's such a philosophical question. And I think you need, you really need to sit down and think about it and, you know, ponder, maybe get a cup of tea, make sure that your mind is clear, your head is in a good place. And yeah, I did all of that. I, I ticked all the boxes and it was a no. I mean, uh, here's my theory on it. I like looked at me and Matt as best friends and I thought, well, we're both ugly. So. <laughs> and I truly believe that you know, if two people are very attractive and are friends, I have a feeling that they're just not best friends. I, I refuse to believe that best friends can. Yeah, like that's where I stand. You can might maybe have two pretty friends, but not best friends. <laughs> that's fair. I just I wanted to get your take. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm actually I was I was thinking about bringing on the podcast, too, but I didn't think anyone would get the reference because it's <laughs> I guess it's so huge on TikTok right now that everyone's probably, I would say, yeah, a good portion of the universities heard about it. But thank you for that. (laughs) What what about you? What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Okay, I want to ask you, what are, like, do you eat in bed? Um, Sometimes, yeah. I was thinking of, like, (laughs) uh, I was thinking of, like, what's the worst things to eat in bed? And the... The worst thing that I can think of is like those uh, Nature Valley granola bars, the ones that are just so crumbly. Like um, I'm eating one of those in bed, like it it gives me the shivers just thinking about like trying to sleep in a bed full of those crumbs. John, I agree with you because they're so crumbly and like you just you look at it and it like disintegrates into a million pieces. You open it and it's it's poof, it's Thanos snaps. <laughs> um what about like what about like something with pasta sauce though like i don't know like a spaghetti bolognese or something i don't know yeah but like i mean are you telling me that you spill on yourself when you eat that kind of stuff like i'm i don't know i don't really get messy with that stuff really i'm i just i don't know i guess i'm a little boy in that sense i just yeah yeah 
I was thinking like maybe like a bogo that's just really saucy and greasy, but like even then, like I think it would just spill out onto my lap, which is fine. Like it wouldn't really go onto the bed. But like a good nature, nature valley granola bar, like I don't care what, like how careful you are, that thing's going everywhere. It's just gonna disintegrate. And yeah, you know what? I'd have to agree with that. Or like, um, hmm, what else? What else could be pretty bad? If you have. I have white sheets on my bed. So like if you get like a stain on them, then it's just going to be frustrating for the rest of the sheet's life. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Like it's got to be something that you, uh, you just can't control because like, I'm, uh, I mean, like, are you really telling me that when you eat spaghetti with sauce, like it just goes all over your shirt? <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's got to be one of those things you just can't control. Like no matter what you get, maybe like, yeah, saucy wings. And then, you like no matter how much you wipe your hands, you still get some on the sheets. Like, okay, yeah, maybe like wings or like um, tacos. I can never keep tacos in the shell. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's a good one. And then even even like if it does fall in your lap, it's it's pretty hard to get like every little bit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll go with you there. Tacos are pretty messy. Mm. Um. Okay, let's move on to a different. Another question I have for you is. What does the saying plans fell through mean? Plans fell through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It means you had plans and, you know, you can't do them anymore. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that is the meaning of it. But for the longest time, I thought that it meant that plans happened, that they fell through, like they worked out. And <laughs> all through high school and, you know, I would say the first year of university, I said all the time, oh, plans fell through, I'm doing this. Because usually I'd have like, you know, two or three plans happening at once uh, that that the one that happened, I would say fell through. So so like if I had something going on with Matt and then like my, or like my sister, I'd be like, oh, plans fell through with Matt as in I'm doing the thing with Matt. You're but, lying. What? I'm lying? No, <laughs> dead ass. For, really? For and um, um, finally, it was someone that got like really mad, like, it was then one of my friends that corrected me because like he he kept saying like that's not what that means but i never knew <laughs> i never knew what what he meant he, he would just always say whenever i said plans fell through he'd be like that's not what that means and i just ignore him because like to me that i'm like what are you talking about until one day he like sat me down i was like you've been doing this a lot man plans fell through means they didn't happen I'm like oh that's oh, what you no. <laughs> oh no look i want to just share that embarrassing thing about me uh, um, that must be cathartic. I did have a question for you, though. If you, if you do have, uh, do you have another question for me? I have lots, but you go ahead. Yeah. What do you think about this whole um, Twitter stories thing? The whole fleet thing. Fleet. Yeah, they they introduced like stories, and they're calling them fleets. Oh, okay. I saw the stories. I didn't know they were calling them fleets. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. I absolutely <laughs> hate it because when I go to because here, here's the most annoying part. When you click on it, it or if it's someone's profile picture that has like, right, it has the circle saying like they have a story. It'll yeah. say like, do you want to look at their story or their profile picture? So it's very, anno- it's not nice to just be like, oh, they have a circle. Let me click on it. Oh, I have to click another button just to see the story. Like, so it's pretty annoying. That's well, so, that's so funny. I just, I just saw it this morning and I didn't know anything about it. Um, so apparently, <laughs> apparently they're calling it fleets because 
it's a space for you to share your fleeting thoughts. So that's interesting. Isn't that what Twitter already is? Like they were <laughs> That's what I thought. That's oh. what I thought. But I guess this is more like impermanent. So it's a thing. But what about screenshots? I mean, people can still screenshot it, I think, at least. I mean, you can screenshot. Like to me, it's just so it's so ridiculous. You can always screenshot tweets and stuff. Like, what's what's Twitter adding? I mean, okay, so like when Instagram got stories, like everyone was like, you're ripping off Snapchat and they were kind of, everyone was upset. I remember just so many people even saying, I'm not using this. And they would put their snap onto their story. Be like, yeah, I'm not using this. You can like follow me on Snapchat. I mean, that was three years ago. We've now slowly all (laughs) migrated to using Instagram stories. But I would say like the difference between Instagram stories and Snap stories, like Snap stories, they actually show like you actually show what you're doing. You're showing yourself having fun with Instagram Mm -hmm. stories. are more like, let me promote something. Let me promote this song. Let me promote, uh, you know, this event rather than actually showing you doing stuff. Yeah, it's it's not uh, at least like not a lot of people use their Insta stories for like a personal lifestyle kind of this is what I've been up to. It's more so you're right. Absolutely. It's like promoting things this is what's happening this is what we're doing sort of thing not so much not very personal i would say yeah like the stuff that is about them is usually yeah the impersonal stuff as like it, it's not the things you want everyone to see so it, yeah i mean like i i would i would rather live in a world without instagram stories i mean to me they didn't add anything to the table but i don't yeah i don't know what twitter's niche for stories is gonna be i don't know what people are going to be putting on there that they can't put on Snapchat or Instagram. But maybe I'm wrong because, I mean, three years ago, everyone was saying the same thing about Instagram stories and here they are bigger than Snap stories, really. True, true. I mean, I would say a lot of people that used to, I found myself actually using Snapchat a lot less because of Instagram stories. And I tend to just use Instagram a lot more than Snapchat. So, I mean, it worked. So maybe it will work for Twitter users. Yeah, I, I I would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see how this plays out and like what people actually put on their Twitter stories. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You, I'm guessing you have Twitter then, right? I do have a Twitter, yeah. I don't yeah. follow you now, I will. Do you <laughs> I, not? It's, just to plug myself up on the podcast, it's at just Tino D. So yeah, I'm not plugging you. Follow. I just use not it. plugging yours. <laughs> I, I tweet just like the randomest thing. I like memes. I just make memes on there and I, I just do it for like three close friends that are on there. And really, I actually just get all my news from Twitter. I just see what's trending. And that's how I stay like up to date on things. You do it for the lulls? Well, the tweets anyways. But yeah, I use Twitter as more of like just making sure I know what's going on in the world. See all the drama that unfolds. Rather than actually watching the news on the TV, I try and get my news from Twitter. Because it's more, I would say it's more focused based to my needs. Because it, it like it's based on who I follow and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, the question I had for you is, right. have you ever given blood? Have I ever given blood? Um, I No, I have not given blood. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because yeah. I know I've given plasma, so like mm. blood plasma, but not, I don't think I've given blood. Not that I'm readily aware of. Have you? you yeah, yeah uh, twice, and they both went very poorly. The first time was in high school in grade 12 and uh just I was so skinny back then and well I mean I I was still skinny a year ago but the point is like (laughs) I I rarely ate anything ever so 
you know, empty stomach going and I, I completely fainted. I passed out. Um, I, it was going good for the first half and then, right, started getting lightheaded and started hallucinating and then um, just out, uh, wake up in a different chair, just like with like towels all over me. Uh, <laughs> I just felt like crap the rest of the day. The second time that, so they like, took, mm-hmm. so like they took a note of that because they have a personal record of that. And then the second right. time I was in my second year and it was through St. Paul's College, and uh, I completely forgot what day it was. So I was just, you know, it was in the middle of midterm season. So I was studying so hard and not, yeah, I didn't eat. I was just focused on, you know, writing my midterm that night. When yep. uh, when I got a text from the senior stick saying, hey, are you coming to this blood drive? I'm like, oh, yeah, I completely forgot. So showed up. I didn't even get, like, two minutes into it before passing out. Like, I, I maybe gave, like, a quarter of a you know, bag before I just, and this time it was different. It wasn't like a slow fade. It was like, I feel good to like blackness, blackness, straight up blackness. But the weird thing was when I woke up, I felt so refreshed. I'm like, wow, that was like the best nap I've ever had. They're like, you were out for 30 seconds. Like it felt like I was out for four hours. Like, and I felt like refreshed and great. But then it started to hit me that I was just like nauseous and like couldn't even walk properly. I couldn't drive home. I had to get um my girlfriend at the time to drive me home and and she had to feed me like I couldn't move like so she had to like physically spoon to me because right, you need some food in your body so you can replace the blood and I ended up just like sleeping like 18 hours and I left my car at school so there's a t- ticket there and yeah it was just a bad time <laughs> I that's one of the things that I'm afraid of the most like passing out like just having things go black like the way you described it that's that's a big no-no for me. I just, it's, yeah, uh, happened so fast. I remember just like, uh, actually, you can go on my Instagram and uh, in pictures I'm tagged and you can see the before and after of me like giving blood and then me like passed out with like a juice box in my mouth, like dead. <laughs> that so, is beautiful. That is so beautiful. I, I cannot wait to see that. Yeah, uh, I think it's, yeah, because it's on the St. Paul's. Uh, Instagram account so if you just go up pictures I'm tagging you'll see it at, near the bottom but anyways do you know your blood type at least no I don't I know I should I feel so bad about not knowing <laughs> fine. you'll know when you give blood for the first time <laughs> or the true. um what uh on the note of passing out have you ever actually passed out um just once uh, <laughs> just just once after a night out that's how I know that I don't like it because it happened the one time and I was like, yeah, no, this is not for me. Never again. Like, um, was it like a blackout as in like, you just it, was a, it was a blackout. It was absolutely a blackout. It was, oh man, what social was it? How many, I need to stop telling drug stories on this podcast. Um, I don't remember what social it was clearly, but it was just after one of the socials and it was the only time that I ever blacked out. And I remember like Ronnie and Kanoka, one of my friends, they had to carry me home. So it was like, no, I'm never going to do this again. Uh, Terrible yeah. experience. I'm not going to out myself with my blackout stories just yet. I'm going to say stories. <laughs> uh, let's move on to, I, okay. I know I didn't tell you to bring a flex, but I'm just going to say one anyways, because it popped up in, uh, the Snapchat memories uh, from oh, wow. a year ago today. It was the Beer Olympics for SSA. I know you didn't come, but it was really fun. And I just wanted to flex that. Yeah, I was part of the winning team. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> subtle flex there. No, that's cool. How was the yeah. Olympics? Oh no, wait, that's not that's not on point right now. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, you're gonna ask me later. Yeah, I mean, it was a good time. It was uh, you know, more councils should really bond like that. And I'm I can't remember who suggested it, uh, but I remember just uh, organize helping organize it. And it's it's just really good for a council to bond in that way. Um, St. Paul's had a lot of things like that too to kind of make sure the council's working together. I mean, like I would say, like we were such a close council last year, and it was because of stuff like that, make, making sure to get out and bond outside of just council work, actually becoming friends and stuff. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree, and I I feel bad because they almost always happened when I was away. Um, I think beer Olympics happened over Reading Week, which is yeah. why uh, I wasn't away because I was in Edmonton, and I think you guys had another thing over Christmas too. Um, which I didn't come to, but the one that I did go to was, um, which one was that? Was it the bowling that we went to uh, for council bonding? That was a really good time. Um, I am blanking. Yeah, we did do bowling, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. It, it probably yeah, yeah, was... yeah. Oh, I remember now. That was, yeah, that was over um, winter reading week. We, uh, went to what was that place called oh uptown alleys yeah we played bowling mm-hmm. at uptown alleys and ate pizza and that was a really good time it was and that's that's probably some of the best parts of being part of a council when you get to like actually know the people that you're working with and you get to bond properly which is i don't know i hope they're still able to do some kind of virtual thing like every other council that's out there because it's actually mm-hmm. very important like you've noted that um getting to know the people that you're working with outside of council work. And yeah, it's just makes bonds. Actually. Yeah. You reminded me there was, I, I do remember now the thing over Christmas, I had people over at my house and then over winter reading, we got people over too. Um, oh yeah, you did. Yeah. I think we did that as well. And... Really, I mean, the first one, not many people showed up, but the second one, like the whole council show up, that was a really good time. Anyways. Yeah. I'll have to do something like that again. Pool party. Anyways, anyways, let's move on. Um, I have a kind of uh, interesting thing. Maybe I don't. I want to see if you kind of share it too. Do you ever speed up your YouTube videos when you're watching them? Yep. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people sometimes people speak so slow, and especially I speed up the ones that I'm trying to learn from because I find that people are just speaking so slowly. And 1.5, 1.5 is where it's at for me. Yeah. Um, that's. that's- <laughs> How do you speed up yours? So what I do is I go to 1.75 and then like I try to get used to that speed, even though it's too fast. And then I turn it back down to 1.5 and then that's a bearable speed. Yeah, so that's, I've, I've noticed that too, that like if you go fast to slow, it, it's, it's, it's it, your brain comprehends it more because it's like, oh, it's you feel like you've slowed back down where in actual fact you've gone net positive fast. But yeah. Um, I only recently started doing it. Like I remember, remember we had LinkedIn coming to Amsu trying to sell us their product. And uh, that was in May. And she said that she watches all her videos at 1.25. And when like, she said that to me, I thought she was so crazy. I'm like, what is your time really that important that you can't sit through an entire video? You have to speed it up. But with the DAT studying, what ha- what what I do is I have notes that I read and then there's also supplementary YouTube videos and just no. with those YouTube videos, because I've already learned it from the notes. Yeah. I just speed it up. And I actually go usually two just because like I know it. So I'm able to just kind of like 
listen to it fast and comprehend and like yeah there's a whiteboard involved so like anytime they're writing right like that's just wasted time so if i've i've watched on two sometimes 1.75 and yeah i find that i just slow it down to comprehend i go to 1.25 when it's like really important i'm like oh actually i don't really know this nice that's beautiful it's it's screwed me over because now i can't watch any youtube video without speeding it up and it's it's ruined a lot of like the youtubers i normally watch because right like the comedy things and thrown off so i have to uh i have to learn to get back to normal oh no that's that's so i just i i can't do it with like regular content like you said but i can do it with like instruction type videos yeah i feel that what uh so like your lectures i'm assuming some of them are recorded are you able to speed those up or like or would you even speed those up if you could um i the only ones that are recorded are the inverts one um and there are just ah, your question made me think about everything that i hate about the online system and how it's not standardized and how it's painful to be a part of that's beside the point (laughs) but yeah the only ones that of mine that are recorded are my inverts class and they're only available for 24 hours after they've been recorded oh Um, yeah yeah so it's it's like if i miss the class then i have like a couple hours to catch up so i don't usually speed them up or anything yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of, I kind of like that 24-hour thing because it makes sure that you stay on topic and don't get too far behind, but still, that's got to be rough sometimes when you just know that you don't have the time to do it. Oh, yeah, no, it's, I absolutely, I agree with that too, like, uh, the point that, like, you catch up or you lose, uh, but, like, when you're working, and I'm sh- I know this for a fact that I'm not the only student who's working full-time, Um it's yeah. like, well, why not just have the videos available? Why not? If you've already made the videos, then, you know, why didn't you make the videos ahead of time or like any of the other things they could have done to make it more accessible. But this is just, this is my personal complaints about online exams and online learning. Yeah. I mean, like even just for reviewing purposes though, to have that and being able to like go back and, you know, oh, uh, I want to relearn this. You know, yeah. Yeah whatever though it is what it is is kind it, of the model we have to say during the absolutely yeah it absolutely is what it is so tino have you taken your christmas uh photo yet i have i had to go outside because everybody killed it and everyone was looking like a million bucks and yeah i went outside yesterday and i, I got a couple pictures i wasn't very happy because the sun wasn't out so um, I took a couple and I have a couple of decent ones. I put a scarf on like a good boy, but no. I'm going to go out. <laughs> I had to betray you like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. For, mm. for the listener, um, we're having to do our annual Umsu Christmas photos separately and then put them to cut together in a sort of collage because yeah, we can't really be in person to get a group photo. But uh, so I was asking Tino if he finally got it in. He's the last one. Everyone else is on topic, but last one. Honestly, I'm sad because I think I was one of the first ones because I did mine inside and I was just wearing a shirt and I was just seated at my office. Like I told you, office table, whatever. And, you know, I was like, yeah, this is good. This looks pretty good. And then everybody like came out and they just looked so good. And I was like, okay, well, this is, I'm going to look like such like just, stand out so much so anyways again it is what it is 
I uh I specifically got a haircut for the Christmas pictures and that was two days before like all non-essential services shut down. So I, I got lucky there. That the oh, time the pictures was you know in line with what uh was happening with COVID. But if you want, let's uh kind of get into these COVID restrictions. I know at first it was, you know, you couldn't interact with anyone, but then Pallister comes out and says you can have groups of five, which is just ridiculous. And then you have all these non-essential businesses that are finding loopholes to stay open, like Ikea and Cabela's. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Hey, uh, Brendan. So we know uh, that, uh, that Brian Pallister listens to our podcast and he takes, uh, <laughs> he takes lockdown recommendations from our genius minds. So we should, what do you think he should do instead? I think he's, I think we got the right idea of four weeks of lockdown that started last week, but you know, it's got to be lockdown. Let's go. Like we got to have another April um, lockdown in that we can't see anyone. You know, let's uh, shut down all the businesses that aren't basically, if it's not a grocery store, shut it down. It's, it's, you can last two to three weeks. You know, mm-hmm. cases will go down because that incubation period will really help. And then, you know, we can have a good Christmas. We can uh, open all these so, um, businesses up for Christmas rush. They'll make up back all the sales that they lost during these three weeks. It'll be peachy. You know, I agree with you because I feel that in four weeks when the people that were in groups of quote unquote five people, but not really, have started like spreading the virus again over these four weeks, we're going to feel so much pain from being inside for four weeks for no reason, essentially. And yeah, like, like you said, shut it down. If we're shutting it down, let's just hunker down like we did in April you know, suffer for the next four weeks and just know that after these four weeks, because we completely shut it down, uh, we can have some kind of like normal, like, you know, semi-operation like we did in the summer. Like the summer was pretty good. Mm-hmm. We'll go crazy for Christmas and New Year's and then, you know, cases will go back <laughs> up and that's fine. We'll just shut it down again in the winter. I mean, uh, yeah. it, it just, you go, what's going to happen is if you if you give any sort of leniency right now, we're going to have a crappy Christmas. But if we just like, you know, whatever, it's it's sacrifice now for reward later. Sacrifice right now so we can have a good Christmas time where we are actually able to see our families. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I do also, I do also recognize that it's, it must be pretty hard for them as much as like, they've been getting a lot of smack on the internet. I've seen like just commentators and everyone just giving them such a hard time. Um, but like it must be hard balancing everything and like making sure that like businesses don't go bankrupt and everything else and people can still work and I don't know it must be hard running a province I think it's important to say that I agree but you know some of the things they've said they deserve to be clowned so I I have no problem there I mean like uh, Palestine has like the lowest approval rating of any premier right now i mean that's gotta speak volumes i will i will admit this though that you know when covid hit in march um every province was affected basically except manitoba and you know the 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 virus you know went crazy during that time for all those provinces and when it came to manitoba when it like like it was like a fresh like using scientific terms it was a fresh petri dish manitoba was a fresh place with you know basically a ton of infectable people versus the other provinces already had a lot of people already be infected so 
you know, we were going to see these numbers because there's just so many people to infect. It was a new environment for the virus, really. But yeah. at the same time, I, I have to fault the province for the fact that we had so much time. We saw what happened in other provinces and you knew that like these sort of numbers were going to come here and not preparing for these kind of numbers. I don't, I'm not mad that the numbers are high, high. I'm mad at the fact that we can't accommodate these high numbers when we had so much time. You know what? I, what's really concerning to me, and I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but there was there's this one doctor, um, at least I, I, they're a healthcare worker, at least. Uh, I know that much. And they were talking on TikTok about how there's only about 62 beds or something, uh, ICU beds mm-hmm. in Winnipeg, which is like what aren't there like eight hundred thousand people in the city yeah like so, i i heard 103 but like yeah it's, at the end of the day that's too little and there are just p- random people dying that could have been yeah. saved because we don't have the room and there's no excuse for that that's yeah i mean that's too bad but moving unless if you had more to talk about this i wanted to move on to something that's a little bit lighter than Let's move on to the lighter stuff. i got a lot of fun stories but you go first all right, good stuff. So we were just talking about uh, iPhones, right? Just before we started and, you know, we we're talking about how you want to upgrade and everything else. Yeah. What do you, because, <laughs> so this this conversation is motivated by, I remember in the summer, we were all together at one point and I, we were talking about Steve Jobs, I guess. And then mm-hmm. I mentioned that Steve Jobs may not have been, the most desirable human being. You called him a B-word. <laughs> called him a B-word on this podcast. <laughs> Why are you trying to expose me, Brendan? I was trying you to like, be subtle. You've already <laughs> talked it on record. It's in an episode. Is it in an episode? Really? You said it on an episode. I'm not, I'm really? not exposing you. You yourself. You recommended the movie Jobs or whatever, and then you said Steve Jobs is a B-word. You I, the actual word. You didn't say B-word. Like, no, it's on record. Like, probably like episode eight or something. Okay, all right. Well, my my feelings with Steve Jobs are not hidden, so it is what it is. But what do you think about... Okay, so in the 90s, I think it was, when... Well, they fired him and then they brought him back because it was failing without him. Um, Apple, I mean. And they, when, he, when they brought him back, he essentially cut all the products that Apple was making. And then he left four products, I think. I think it was the iPhone, the iPad, the MacBook. And there was something else. I think it might have been the iPod. What do you think about what they're doing now with, and, the, and his reasoning behind that was that there's too many products out there and then, you know, the whole scarcity of uh, Apple, it's not as impressive because there's a lot of products. What do you think about all the new phones that they keep releasing? They keep releasing like three or four different versions of the same phone. What are your thoughts? Um, so like just from hearing what you said, I, I, I thought it'd be like there's too many products as in, expanding outside of phones but so are you asking i guess are you asking specifically do you do i think there's anything wrong with releasing like an xs and x and xr or like iphone 12 iphone 12 mini iphone 12 pro like different versions of like the same generation absolutely yeah that's what i'm asking um i guess i don't see anything wrong with it specifically i mean like they do different things i I guess I'm more on the side of I, I'm upset that new generations come out too frequently. 
like that they mm-hmm. went from an X to an 11 to a 12, like so fast. But like, mm-hmm. I, if, if it was something like, if it, if you had like, oh, the 11 comes out and then three months later, oh, the 11 pro comes out. Oh, the 11, whatever comes out. Like, I have no problem with that. Different versions of the same phone. I just have a problem with how there's a new generation each year, it seems, or each, every two years. Like, I think that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. I, I personally, what do you think about it in terms of like, like Steve Jobs legacy in that he wanted the product line to be simple, to be straightforward, to be, he wanted it such that you would own all four products, right? You would, you would have an iPod, you would have an iPhone, you would have an iPad and a MacBook. And that was the lineup and that's what you had. And yeah, what do you think about that from that perspective? Well, I think a lot of people do actually have all that, that they have the AirPods, I, uh, iPhone, Mac, like they have all those things anyway. So I, I guess what I'd say is, you know, at the end of the, it's it's really sad, but at the end of the day, it's about what shareholders want and they want profit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a, I, I really have to watch the movie jobs before I can comment on this. I know I told you that back in that episode that, it was the first thing that you recommended that I'd actually like watch, but I still haven't <laughs> do that this Friday. I promise. I promise. But yeah, I can't, it's hard to comment on that because I don't know, you know, it, yeah. it could go either way. It's like, yeah, it's jobs create this and it's his legacy. But at the end of the day, like, are you really going to listen to a dead guy kind of thing? Like yeah, it's not really. right now. He's not turning in this grave because, well, I don't believe that someone can turn in their grave. That's why I don't think <laughs> scientifically <laughs> not possible. <laughs> I mean, as a bit of like a quick tangent before we get back to it, I did watch Borat and I think it was hilarious. Um, Not so much the second one, but the first one, absolutely cool. But but just finishing up the whole Apple conversation, I maintain my resolve. And I think I agree from a shareholder point of view, what they're doing is fantastic in terms of expanding into new markets and coming out with phones that more people can afford. Uh, I just think I just think it's trash that they're doing this. It just it makes because the whole Apple brand is kind of based on like luxury smartphones, you know, well designed, well put together, and you know you still have that. But when you have so many products in the same product line, it just it takes it down a notch. You know, it makes it it makes it like the other phones. It makes it like a Samsung. It makes it like a Huawei and. I don't know. I've never bought into Apple, as you're well aware. Mm-hmm. No, that's not fair. I mean, like, I'll be on the side of it's scummy, but I understand why they do it. And I can't fault them for that. I mean, Steve Jobs didn't have any family, did he? Uh, no, he had a he had a wife and he has a daughter as well. I think the reason he, well, at least the way they portrayed it, the reason why he made the iPod was because his daughter had a Walkman, if you know what that is, the, the cassette yep. player. I have and, one. Oh, do you actually? That's cool. Yeah. Uh, my dad has one. So, you know, I'm glad that you're in the same level as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so his daughter had a Walkman and you can only have a number of songs on there. And then he wanted to make something that could essentially hold much larger selection of songs, uh, which was just, uh, which was marketing and good storage. That's all that was. But you know what? I'm yeah. not angry about this right now. But yeah, he does have a daughter. Well, I guess like that, my point would be like, if, you know, 
if you wanted to see his vision carried out where um, the, the product line was small, it, it would be a bit, it would be his family that has to carry that out because you can't just mm-hmm. leave your company behind to business people and not expect them to go along with the bottom line money rather than the actual dream. Yeah. I mean, once I think the second he kind of stepped down for the second time, I think he did. Um, that was kind of the point where he was like, okay, you know what? This is a business now. It's not, it's not about me or about what I want. And I think the same thing has kind of happened with Microsoft in that Bill Gates isn't in charge in charge anymore. Uh, so it's kind of just like a business that does business things. And yeah. Awesome. Um, let's move on to recommend something. Actually, wait, before that, really quick. Yeah, Borat. I'm glad that you liked the first one. I actually, I don't know if I said on this podcast, but yeah, I watched the second one over Halloween. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too good. Oh, yeah, we did talk about it because we were talking yeah. about politics, which absolutely, Biden, yeah. Biden's that officially was... won now. Oh, sorry. Say again. Biden's officially won now. Like, yeah, I know from last episode, we were talking about the elections, but now we can confirm Biden's won and Trump is throwing it. T- temper tantrum or <laughs> he is i mean he is putting on a hissy fit isn't he that's so funny um yeah like when you spoke about the second movie that's kind of the reminder that i got to watch the first one and the second one and mm-hmm. yeah no, i totally agree with you the first one's just hilarious uh the second one it's, it's still pretty funny too but i think they were kind of going for a father-daughter kind of movie and it it was funny but it wasn't they were trying to just kind of keep it light, keep it funny, yeah. keep it PG, which is yeah. and political, <laughs> really. <laughs> and yeah. political. What was okay? I know we said we wouldn't talk about it too much, but were were they trying to be? Were they making fun of the Trump campaign, or were they were they supporting the Trump? Like I never mm. that never came through to me. Oh, uh, yeah, very much uh, making fun of it. Uh, Sasha Baron Conan's uh big hater of trump he's uh, yeah yeah he's he's public spoken a lot about i mean i think at the end too it said something about like like go vote and like don't vote for this fool <laughs> Lord. So, yeah they were really trying to show how crazy trump supporters are in that movie but yeah like uh i know what you mean it was more it was more of a heartfelt story rather than a funny story like in the first one yeah but, I'm really gra- glad you agree with that. The first one's hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move on to recommend something. What do you have for us? Uh, so do you know how I talked to you about, it was must have been on the podcast where I was telling you about how we always have a chessboard set up and we've been playing a lot yep. of chess at home. Uh, I watched The Queen's Gambit, which is a mini series on Netflix. It's about, um, goodness, what was the name? It was about a girl who plays chess and then she goes to Russia, well, the USSR at the time and beats like grandmasters and, uh, and well, chess was very political during the Cold War. So yeah, it's just about her journey to like becoming uh, the world champion for chess and whatnot and battling addiction and everything else. She was an orphan, but um, yeah, it, it's a really good mini series, and yeah, that's my recommendation this week. Nice, nice. Mine is uh, to read short stories. Um, oh? Yeah, like I know, I, 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 I'm I, just like not a big reader. And I think, I, I guess that's because I, I feel like I don't have the time for it. That, you know, why spend 
<clears throat> about 10 hours reading a book when I can watch, you know, whatever, five movies in that time. But <laughs> I found that, you know, because I'm reading so much school stuff that, you know, you might as well read like some fun stuff. And it, it kind mm. of helps you then study because when I'm reading the school stuff, I get bored and I start to fall asleep. But if I, but then if I'm reading short stories, I improve my read. I kind of get in that mindset of like, oh, now's the time to read. And I feel good. It's interesting. And then I'll be able to like study better because my mind's more active. Um, nice. What short I, stories? Yeah, I'm going to recommend the monkey paw or yeah, the monkey paw. I believe that's oh, okay. what it's called. Uh, it's, it's pretty famous. I know a lot of people like have heard it and referenced it, but they might not have actually read the full story. Um, basically, yeah, like when you wish on this monkey paw, the paw curls. So like all over Reddit, you might hear like people be like, oh, I wish this happened. And then like the comment below, it's like monkey paw curls. So yeah, it's... Uh, wow. That's funny. I'm like, I... <clears throat> sorry i've actually it's funny that you say that most people probably know about it but i'm probably one of the people that don't know about it so interesting mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I looked it up it's called the monkey paw by ww jacobs so, okay. i mean there's, you can also probably listen to someone read it to you on youtube if you're really that lazy but i i, <laughs> I it. um i'll just recommend a second thing here um if wait Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we can't laser tag because we're in COVID, but out of COVID, my recommendation is to laser tag more. It's really fun. Um, you, It's pretty active. Like, you don't notice yourself work, yourself work up a sweat because you're having so much fun, but, like, you profusely sweat while having fun. And a recommendation in this recommendation to play laser tag <laughs> is to name yourself... So like back when we were kids, we'd always go to the Stonewall to play laser tag there because it had like one of the best facilities. But when you got hit, it tells you who you got hit by. So we would always make our names be like by a train or by a car. So that when we hit someone and they look oh, on the and they got hit by, it always says like, you just got hit by a train. Uh, that's good. <laughs> so that's my recommendation. Um, Tino, I got another question for you. If you punch yourself and you cry, are you strong or are you weak? I'm sitting here mind blown by the question. I don't know. This is why we need the booth because I'm so mind blown by the question. What a really good question. What a great question. Huh. I can only imagine it's just mouth wide open, eyes bugged. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you know that meme with, uh, I don't know, it's it's this one lady and it's like, the background is like Matt's formulas. <laughs> she just looks so confused. Oh, That's the math right one. Now. Yeah, doing the math. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. That's what? me. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so my first instinct is to say, wow, I, wow. You know, I just, I don't know, because I wanted to say you're weak for crying after a punch, but I'm thinking if like, um, I don't know, Muhammad Ali punch, punches you in the face and you, then you can cry then. And hmm. yeah, like, what if your punch was just that strong to yourself? Wow. That you're like, what a oh, great wow. question. Goodness. I, I don't know. I, I don't know this. You know what? This is this is going in the I don't know pile. I'm, Did you have an answer prepared? 
No, I, it's just one of those philosophical things that doesn't have an answer. Um, I mean, I guess just I'll try and interpret it. I'm going to go with you're strong because in society, you know, it's 2020, people say, you know, crying is not a sign of weakness. So mm, okay. Okay, I, I see you. Ask someone 20 years ago to be like, oh, crying is for wussies. But I mean, we're in 2020. <laughs> it's okay to show your emotions. So you could say like you're you're actually double strong. You're strong because you hit yourself hard and you're strong because you're not afraid to show your emotions. Wow, look at you coming in with the good vibes. Okay. <laughs> I see you. Well I don't because we're not together and I'm sad. But yeah, I hear you. <laughs> okay you know what that was a great question yeah um i have another one um okay. is water wet ah this one i um, mean i would say let's wait till winter to really get into it but i'll just kind of ask you preliminarily what do you think preliminarily yeah. um i would say wow hmm oh usually people hmm. have their mind made up on this already huh it's just, it's one of those questions that gets asked and it's like, it's such a common question that I just have, con- have decided not to consider it up yeah. until this moment. I feel that. We can get into it on the winter though. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually more though. happy that you don't have an opinion because that's actually the right answer. That's more than anything, that's the right answer is really you're one of those people that ask. I'm not like playing <laughs> crap. I'm not going to answer you. I actually want to answer it though. So like, yeah, let's save it for the winter and then I'll come up oh. with the answer. Oh, we'll for sure bring it back. I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is I'm happy right now, right off the bat, you didn't. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll for sure remember to bring it back. First episode, well, maybe second episode back from the winter because I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about after the winter break. Um, let's move on to, okay, we, we're not doing too many segments, but I wanted to bring up a re- the red flag segment just because I thought of a really good one. So, okay. you know, they're like, yeah, they're pretty much perfect. I mean, like, they're no like billionaire Selena Gomez, uh, but like, you know, they're, they're really compatible with you and like, good job. They're smart. They got, they got it all, but they have no sense of humor at all. No sense of humor. Not that they get mad at you for making jokes, but they just like don't laugh and like, oh, like that's whatever. Like, mm, that is one hundred percent a deal breaker for me. Um, yeah. I can't live with that. I don't know. No, like no sense of humor. So, like, they don't get mad, like you said. But like, when I say something that I think is funny, and they just they have no opinion on it. They like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be funny. It could not be. I don't really care. They they might go like they'll be like oh that that's cute the, oh, sure thing Tino they they're like they're like happy that you're just even talking to them but yeah they are in there they're like just like I'm not I mean that's not funny I'm not laughing oh they my god as, <laughs> as someone who tries to say funny things at times the worst reaction is no reaction like when when people just couldn't even be bothered to like even tell you that it's bad like what you say I just mm, that's pain that's that my heart is cringing. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't live with that. I think. I think for me, if they don't have any reaction, I could probably date them for six months, kind of thing. Like, I think I would enjoy it. But yeah, I know. I just know deep down, like I would always be trying to make them laugh, and that them not laughing would get so discouraging that I'd just be heartbroken after six months. Like that's when they would get to me. Now, if they have the reaction of being mad at every joke I make, then yeah, absolute deal breaker. Because 
95% of the time, I'm not serious. And I'm just making the most inappropriate jokes at the worst times. I just <laughs> saying the most random things like that's just who I am. So, so if they're actually getting mad at me, then it's a problem. Oh man. Like, yeah, I mean, I've, I also agree. Like, I feel like I'm a joker as well. So, I, oh, I couldn't live with that. Six months you can go with that. If, if it's strong. Reaction, like, yeah, it's completely fine. Like, I bet I would even have fun with her. I'd be like, oh, she's really perfect. And like, I'd show off, be like, yeah, she has like, she has everything. But I just know like, you know, behind the scenes when it's just me and her and we're trying to <laughs> on and it's not working, it eventually get to me. Yeah, I deal breaker for me. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, I got some uh, just quick stories for you here. Um, I don't know if you remember this one, but another thing that came up in Snap Memories recently was the fact that SSA had their, um, uh, was it, social at the hub, like, around this time last year. And we were walking from the offices to the hub. And, you know, along that hallway from Arms to UC, there's, like, yeah. those tubes on there. Like, if you're walking from Arms to UC, it's on the left there. There's those tubes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and Matt raced along them, and um, it was really fun to, like, go up on them, and, like, we were, like, army crawling through the thing, um, but it was so dusty. Like, what a bad decision. We were just covered in dust, and actually, uh, had, like, a huge burn on his um, on his hand. It's really weird, like, right on his right wrist, which is crazy, because I actually have a scar there, too, so we are matching now. Um, I have it from a different time. I scratched myself playing football in the parking lot. But yeah, that was a good time to just like who no one would ever do that during like regular school hours just to like race along those tubes. So it was kind of like a cool experience. That's uh, I, I, I imagine it was so dusty. It's probably dust on there since like the 80s, maybe if oh. not later. Like, yeah. Ugh. But uh, that was a fun time. Um, OK, another one I want to tell you is. So have you you've been have you been to Costco before? <laughs> I have, yeah. So they have those big egg packages. Um yeah. and um well this family never needs that many eggs. I just thought like, well, it's just like cheaper to like buy the eggs from Costco, like whatever, we'll buy in bulk. But stupid me, like what do you usually do when you buy in bulk and you know you won't be eating it for a while? You freeze it, right? So here's my dumbass thinking, like, we have 60 eggs. We only need, like, 10 in the fridge. I'll just no. put the rest of the 50 in the freezer. No. no. Two days later, I realized I, no mm. one's ever put eggs in the freezer. Like, what am I doing? So, oh, my God. I took them all out. Like, they, and they don't thaw back to normal. Uh, <laughs> that's basically what I ended up doing was peeling the, like, while they're still frozen, peeling the shells off all of them and, like, putting them into a container and they just, yeah, they didn't thaw properly at all. They, they just never go back to normal. So we had to just make this huge um, egg dish with 50 eggs for Christmas time. Uh, it was just, what a stupid moment by me. Oh, no. I just... <laughs> that's, that's a terrible story, Brendan. And you, you've brought some, you've brought some pretty shit. Oh, that's, you know what? No, not, nothing can beat the backpack. That throwing up in the backpack. Yeah, I mean, this is in the category of the mac burning the mac and cheese by putting like all the ingredients into the water at once. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, last uh, last little story here. This one actually happened this summer. Yeah, uh, at Matt's cottage, where we're playing 
Ticket to Ride, which is, yeah, I think I've mentioned that on this podcast before, a really fun game that you can actually buy from the App Store. I played it all through grade 12. Uh, you're connecting cities with trains. But anyways, we're playing that in the sunroom, just having a good time, me, him, and his mom. When this guy on the jet ski pulls up, like, to their dock, and a lady gets off the jet ski onto the dock, and now, I don't know if you know about college etiquette, but, like, you just don't go on someone else's dock. Like, that in itself is just wrong. But then she mm. comes off the dock onto, like, their lawn. And, like, you can kind of hear them. And she's like, oh, like, there's people here. And then the guy's like, no, their boat's not in the water. They're not here. Meanwhile, we're just, like, watching them from the sunroof. It, it's, like, tinted, so they can't really – they can't see us, but we can see them. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, she just pulls down her bathing suit, like, right in front of us and starts pissing right there on the lawn. What? We're like, what the hell? Just full moonshot. And, like, <laughs> his mom had actually – gone to the kitchen but we're, me and Matt are standing like what the hell and I'm like Matt please let me like just scream like nice butt or like don't forget to wipe <laughs> no man don't say anything don't say anything his mom comes back and he's like what the hell is going on she runs out the door runs onto the line get the hell get out of here and like, Jesus. pull up a bang like, oh, oh, oh. like jumps in the water gets back on the jet ski they take off it's just like what the hell is wrong with you lady why why are people like this <laughs> It's, I mean, mistake one is coming onto the dog. Mistake two is assuming no one's home just because the boat's in the water. And then mistake three is actually pissing on someone's lawn. Go pee in the water. The wa- it's pee in the water. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I mean, I go to the bathroom in that water all the time. Like, it's not uncommon. Like, what's the point of peeing just in the grass? It's just yeah. Anyways, like, oh, my God. I. <laughs> okay, thank you. That was... Very good. Yes. Real quick, were you on the side of Brendan should or shouldn't throw up in the water? Maybe, maybe we shouldn't have excrement in the water. You know, like maybe we should like use the plumbing systems. That's that's the side I'm on. I'm yeah, pro plumbing. Fish pee and poo in there too. Oh God. You, you know what? That's on. that's a legitimate point that you're raising. You know what? That's absolutely like it's a very good point. It's a very good, but you know what? To be fair, um, um, but no, no, I was gonna say that like fish, like urine, is not concent- not as con- is not as concentrated as ours, but it actually is more concentrated because they're surrounded by water. So, you know, yeah, it's a good point. Like, I don't know why I'm being like this. I know. Well, it's just I think it's just because it's uncommon to you. I think every person that's owned a cottage says yeah go to the bathroom in the lake but everyone person that hasn't you know thinks you know it's barbaric and i know i said we wouldn't bring back poop talk unless someone (laughs) but here we are i will be on the side of yeah it's probably wrong to poop in the water i know i have lots of times like sometimes you just have to like that's just the way it is but you should try your best not to but peeing in the water completely fine and throwing up in the water like what's wrong with that what's wrong with throwing up in the water if anything that's that's just adding nutrients back to the lake for the fishes. Oh man, I'm hmm, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I know the past execs were mad that I threw up in the the water. Oh no! Ah, <laughs> we should we should get a clip together where I'm just saying oh no, and, and put it together, and that should be an episode by itself. We're having a best of. Don't worry, I've been writing down moments to have a best really? of. <laughs> That's- Love that. Yeah, I mean, like, one night, but then, like, okay.
okay no this is for off the podcast but remember that dog like that dog came when i didn't throw up in the water oh end That's it <laughs> end it no and okay yeah we'll move on okay, we're, at the end. we're at the end um are we at that oh we are at the end yeah look at yeah. that okay um okay i got some really sad news though tino yep my dad died when we couldn't remember his blood type he just kept saying be positive but it's just so hard <laughs> without him around yeah you well like done, that man. i can tell I, that i that one's a pretty good one. I it 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 gets a five point five from me though because I've heard it before. Oh, you have? Ah, uh, damn. Have. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, if you haven't heard it, well, I guess you can read it. Has it been the best one though out of all of them? If it wasn't heard before, mm, no, there was a better one. Um, I don't remember which one it was, but the one that actually had me laughing, even though I hated it, I I hate all of them. I wanted to be known, and I'm saying for the record. That I hate all of them. But there was this one. What's that? I might have to just go back and listen to the end of each episode to find which one it was now. Yeah, but was there it was in the studio? It was it was definitely yeah. in the studio, yeah. There was this one that you said, and I was just like, okay, you know what? That's actually funny. So. Yeah, fair. I know that you've only started rating them like this is only like the fourth or fifth time that you've rated them. But yeah, okay, I'll go back and find that one. Beauty. Anyways, that's the end of the episode. Um, song of the week this week, you know. It's been sad boy hours just because of COVID, and I really want to recommend "Over My Dead Body" by Drake. But good vibes only—that's what this podcast is. So I'm gonna yeah. recommend, uh, or I'm gonna make "Mr. Brightside" by The Killers the song of the week. That's the song uh, that gets all the white people dancing at the socials. <laughs> and uh, of course, check out "When You Were Young," all the things I've done, and bling. But yeah, "Mr. Brightside," you know it, right, Tino? I don't know it at all. Oh, I think you do. You've heard that socials. It's it's the one that all the white people love it. Anyway, that's There's all the time. What's that? There's a few that white people love. So. That is true. Maybe 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 we'll just uh make a little side playlist of social songs <laughs> white people love. Yeah, we're not gonna get in trouble for that one. I mean, nothing. I mean, it's a, if it's a fact, it's a fact. That's just. <laughs> people people love the songs at socials then that's the place anyways that's all the time we have this week and for really the next six weeks we'll hopefully see you guys in the future absolutely well you know thank you for joining us check out our playlist check out our social media and don't forget to spread good vibes good vibes only peace